for better. Um, and I'm really glad that, that honestly, I'm glad that I didn't win the show. Um, I was so young and like looking back, I definitely would, I don't regret anything that happened, but I was, a, I was little and, um, you know, when you're on a show like that, you really have to grow up kind of fast. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I have nothing but, you know positive vibes towards that show and, and I'm very thankful for what, what it gave me. Besides the obvious $5 million payday, yeah. right? Money. Do, w- w- yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Who needs it? W- would anything really be different, you think, in your career right now? Mm, if you won? No. Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think one thing would be different. I think you would still be on the same exact path and I don't think anything now. would be like better. So I think I'm I'm very happy with where I am and and how and and what part I had in that show and I'm yeah. happy to like kind of be moved on from it now. You etched X Factor history. I really believe that. <laughs> Seriously, you're, I, I I really think Mercy was one of the greatest think, like uh, like competition re, like competition singing shows auditions I've ever seen. I don't know. I just you know I'm still the same height and just I think it was interesting <laughs> like for a little kid to get up there and sing a song like that because you don't expect it and I think that's the reason it was successful. If I were a boy, I think was your most defining performance on the X Factor. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites, yeah. dude. The emotion and the pain on your face Thanks. when you look into camera or wherever you're looking. Like, I don't know. Who are you, who in that moment? Could you even think back and tell me who you were performing to? It's weird because people ask me this question a lot. Like, how, as a 13-year-old, did you feel that much emotion from that song and what that song is about? And I still don't know to this day. Like, obviously, now I'm older. I've had relationships and breakups yeah. and things like that. So you can you can be like, oh, yeah, that's why I was feeling it. But then I was 13 years old. Like, I thought boys had cooties. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but, no, I definitely don't know. I, I just I think when I sing I become a different person and I definitely feel the emotions that the song is about and so especially when I'm making music now when I'm in the studio yeah. like um, it's really great for me to be able to put my experiences almost on paper and, and, and sing them because I have so much feeling towards those because the feeling that I have towards other people's music that's tenfold to what I feel when I sing my own. Yeah. So Dime. Yes. Did you have a part in writing it? Was it mm-hmm. all just? I so- wrote it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've 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 put my foot down. I co I co write all my songs because I realized when I was younger that I didn't like I didn't like not having control over what my songs were about, and I didn't like not writing them and like feeling weird about it. And I did write Mean Girls, yeah, um, which was great. But that was after a really good that. I didn't realize, like, when I was little, I would, like, write little songs or whatever, but I wasn't a songwriter. And then I did Mean Girls, and I realized how much I loved doing that. And then I was like, never again will I, you know, I just want to make all of my music organically with people and and, and have every say and every part of it. Because yeah. it's not authentic if you don't do that. And and it's important for me and for people who listen to my music to to see the authenticity in that and, and to feel like I'm being honest and just kind of like laying it all out there for them. Which, by the way, like that's not an easy thing to fight for. No, right? it's not. Not in this industry. So, but luckily, I have the most amazing record label, S Curve. Shout out! I They're love them. Very good people. <laughs> They're my favorite, and they honestly are so supportive of everything that I ask and that I want to do and and they listen to my ideas and they give me you know a huge creative input because I feel like that's how it's supposed to be yeah I mean it's you yeah it's not it's, just your name but it's your life attached yeah, to it too exactly so it's really it's been a dream it would make okay. sense for them to listen to you <laughs> it would it so would. working with Jack and Ryan yes okay, okay. homies where, where is the song created New York LA LA 
Okay. Yeah, we did it at um, a studio in Burbank, and um, it's funny. I work there a lot now, so it's like a memory. <laughs> I work in like the same exact room too, so I walk in like. Oh. <laughs> um, but it was really fun. We we met that day. I heard about them. We had, like kind of talked because we were, of course, we were gonna get in the studio. So you gotta gotta like know the people, and of so course. and they're on my label. So that's mainly the reason that the session got set up. And my label head was like, I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. You should just get in there. And I was like, okay. You know, kind of like, that sounds fine. And I go in and they're like so funny. And <laughs> and like they have my like awkward sense of humor. So it was really fun. Um, and we just wrote the song. And there was another guy named Matt Parad who, who co-wrote it with us as well. And we uh-huh. all just kind of like jammed. He got on his guitar. And we kind of were like feeling the vibes. And like the first version of Dime is so different from what you hear. It was like funky. It was definitely more um, Bruno-esque. Because often okay. I get compared to like the female version of him. Which is not a bad thing. No, it's the, the best height, thing right? ever. It's definitely the height. The height yeah. I love him it's 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 the height and um i don't know we we um i know him actually and and we've talked a lot and he once told me i, I ran into him at pins and i was like what's up homie and um he was like rachel it was really cool i was like you knew my name again and Wait, it was great what? yeah how'd you first meet bruno mars x factor he okay. asked to meet me after one of the shows oh, personally awesome. and i went back and i was like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like shaking. How'd you not vomit on him? I I held it back. I had to like swallow and then oh be like, hi, God. I'm Rachel. <laughs> um, but no, he's like the nicest guy. And so I saw him at Pins and he told me to quit being a kid and get to work. And I was 14. And I was like, okay. Like I understood what that meant. And I was like, you got it, dude. And so when Dime come, came out, I was like, I hope he hears it sometime and like <laughs> likes the song and thinks it's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need the Bruno approval. Do you need the approval, or would you rather have notes from Bruno? Ooh, good question. Probably both. Like, great track, kid. Here's a few notes as well. So then you learn. You know, because you learn. But also, if he said great track, I'd be like, I learned (laughs) something (laughs) from what you told me before. Give me an A+. You know? So when you were 14, what we're... It was post-X Factor. It was right, probably right before you signed to Nickelodeon. Yeah. Right? Well, Or right around the time. Yeah. Well, you, nothing. You were on a ton of different Nickelodeon shows. I was like a, a lot from like the Fred <laughs> show to Brain Surge. Yeah, but they were supposed to give you Fred your own. Was interesting. <laughs> yeah, how was that? Like you know, sometimes in parts of your life that like you love the people on the show, but you kind of want to block it out because like the outfits that they put you in were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's my that's, that's my that's my connection to Fred. Even though I love you, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, where is he? He I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. He has a dope YouTube show though, like a YouTube channel. Does he? Yeah, I love him. I gotta check that out. He's a great guy. He, He's so sweet. He was always really nice. He's a really good person. Yeah. I've been like watching him. him on YouTube since I was, you know, yeah, too, me way too. too young. That was what's funny when I was like, I'm on the Fred show. I was like, whoa, I watched you, dude. Yeah. I'm a fan. I was like 13 or 14 watching his videos like, oh my God, he's been doing that forever. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, What, what was I going to say? You were supposed to have a variety show. Yeah, and we did it. We did a pilot for it. And It was awesome, but yeah. um, it just didn't get picked up, which is okay. That well, happens. We were also supposed to host the Kids' Choice Awards pre-show together. Yeah, and then like the night before, you, like a something happened. day before, it wasn't even me. They were like, oh, we're going to switch it up and it's only, it's like going to be a thing. And I was like, okay. I was ready to co-host with you. I can, I could have done this. <laughs> it's fine. I wasn't, I don't think I was as well prepared as I should have been, but it wasn't because of that. It was like some other thing. Did somebody else host with you? No, it was, well, it was me, Danielle Monet, and Jeff Sutphin. And it was for E, right? No. Is that the day that they were like, oh, E Entertainment's going to do it? They did a carpet and then Nickelodeon did a carpet, mm-hmm. right? So our carpet was online 
online and then interstitially on TV. Okay. Then the full carpet was on E. Gotcha. Yeah, I, but I was prepared because I know me too. I was yeah, excited. You're in, but we still got to hang out because there's definitely videos of no, oh, yeah, fetuses. Oh on my the god, carpet on the carpet in that party. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Nickelodeon was cool. Do you learn a lot from that experience? Um, I did. I learned a lot about myself, and yeah. um, and I learned a lot about how to work on, on in TV and yes. film. Um, I learned a lot about like how to you know handle myself and how you know to learn lines quickly and that kind of stuff so it definitely set me up better for the acting your netflix project yes you have two technically right i do you're the voice uh, on a car animated show yes i am but you're also in the name is escaping me but you're stealing a train yes deidre and laney rob a train yes nice. yeah yeah you're yeah. right you're you were very close I, i've watched <laughs> it's okay nobody it's such a long title and nobody gets it so it's fine like it's no problem <laughs> because it's funny for me to say i just say it really fast and be like what what did you say? Like, did you land rob a train? And they're like, what? <laughs> the moral of the story is you literally rob a train. Literally. But your sister Several does. Times. Me too. Yeah, you, but yeah. like, she's, it's her idea. It's her plan, and, and then I'm little sister, so I'm like, okay. Let's do you it. Know. It's a little bit more complex than that, but that's pretty much the gist. She's like, let's rob a train. And I'm like, cool. Actually, I'm like, wait, what? No. And then she's like, please. And I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> that's uh, the movie. we rob a train a few times, and then I get arrested. And it's awesome. You don't even need to watch anymore. You know nope. the whole movie. Now. Actually, I didn't leave the end, so you have to watch for the oh, end. Oh wow, that's a tease. Cool. Uh, you don't know what happens. You don't know if I end up going to jail. You don't know if I don't. See, you gotta watch it. Wow. Best movie though. Such a great film. How many songs do you have written right now? Oh my gosh. <sighs> like how like, how many are written? Then how many are produced? Like as options um, for an album? Oh, how many are just like ready to go? Yeah. Oh, like fifteen. Okay. Probably that would like we could release today and people wouldn't be like, oh, that doesn't sound like a dent. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, I get it. That, that, you know, um, that's a healthy amount, but nothing that I would just be like here because I'm Rachel and I'm a perfectionist. So I I have to work on things, but there is, you know, there are definitely a few things that I'm hoping to release like fairly quickly, like, you know, summer, end of summer. And every song is a co-write. Oh yeah. Or me writing it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so the songs you're writing alone. Yeah. Where are you doing that? Uh, I go into the studio still. So what it, what it, what it's like is like cuz I'm not necessarily a producer yet cuz I am not very good on the whole computer thing. Uh, I can point to the sounds and be like that one. Put that in. So, <laughs> I'm working on it. I have like I just got like the Akai beat pad thing and I'm like really excited to mess with it. Sweet. Um, but I usually have a producer um, in the room with me and if it's by myself like Solo the one I wrote <laughs> that's funny because I wrote Solo Solo yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just realized that after I've been talking about it for so long um, <laughs> puns are fun puns are so fun but yeah it's, it's called Solo and I wrote that for the film and the only reason it wouldn't technically be a solo written song by me is because there's a rapper and uh -huh. he wrote his rap um, oh cool his name is Matt Allen he's dope but yes yeah, so, but I wrote like the whole song and it was like hey I need you to put a little flavor on it can you do that and he did and where is this inspiration coming from because I mean you are you dating are you <laughs> solo came the inspiration from solo isn't about a relationship necessarily solo came from the movie because my character in the movie um is very dynamic she's the most dynamic character in the film because she kind of she starts really you know 
she doesn't have very much self-esteem and then yeah. she peaks and she's the best thing ever and then she kind of levels out and becomes like a really humbled but really cool person who has self-confidence and so solo was about her saying i'm gonna go solo and i'm gonna do things my way and i believe in myself that was kind of what solo was about but yes i have had relationships and breakups and i even have a song that's called dishonest that's like about specifically one person like and you know what i mean like you you as a teenager you go through things and, yeah. and you're dating and it's new and and you get your heart broken and it's like the normal part of life and so that's kind of where a lot of inspiration stems obviously but sometimes i like to write about you know real issues that are going on in the world and it just depends my inspiration sometimes i'll wake up with an idea and be like i have to make this today or i'll be walking down the street and be like oh my gosh a lyric let's make a song around that you know what i mean (laughs) how how are you meeting people when you're dating what do you do it's weird because like um i meet people at like like I met someone at Sundance and we dated for a minute like Ooh. and then we broke up and then I dated I, I met somebody uh, somebody like DM'd me and I answered it that was dumb <laughs> Whoa. like a bad plan I mean he, he was like verified and stuff but so then it's okay so weird like why did I do that is he a you know celebrity I mean? that, because he's verified no, I don't well, think so. <laughs> to be honest, they just hand out those blue check marks. I know. See, so you Dan can never tell. One. So I learned my lesson. That was a long time ago. But um, yeah, so you just meet people. Like, it's hard in our industry. Yeah, it is. To I, like meet people and, and, you know, sometimes you meet them when you go to different events or. So Tinder is not your style. No, homie. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, what? No, not today. Tinder gives you a nice wide net to cast. But I feel like Tinder is for one thing. Now, I'm a relationship chick, yo. So, that's all I want in life, but see, I've, I've turned so you to Tinder. Go on to Tinder. What about uh, Nick Young? Explain that tweet. Yo, this happened to me, <laughs> and it was so weird. You, okay, you are awesome. Okay, I have to tell a story now. I have so, this screenshotted. I actually was going to uh, like a setup because my friend, do you guys know Greg Sulkin at all? Y- yes. yes. So he was like, hey, I am setting you up. And I was like, okay. So I go. Uh, and I meet this guy once and, and he's super sweet and so we like hang out and then he invited me to the improv um, where fun fact I used to perform a lot before X Factor when I was little I was in like a child comedy thing it was awesome we'll get there in a Paul. second we will so anyway I go to the improv but he told me it was at the Groundlings Theater because sometimes they have shows there too so which is only a mile away so I'm outside Groundlings like with all of my stuff, like, calling him. I look like the weirdest person. I'm like, you know, heels on, like, purse, jacket over my shoulder, like, where are you? You're just ready to date. I just look wild right now, like, not, it was weird. And so then I see this group of, like, guys, oh, Hey, professional, turn off your phone sound, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I see like group of guys walking down the street and I was like, whoa, like 20 people. I was like nervous about it. I was like, cause I look so lost and they're going to talk to me. <laughs> so they all start catcalling me. Oh. And I was like, this is so weird and unfair. I was like, <laughs> leave me alone. And so they were all like, shoddy, you lost like all this stuff. Jeez. And I was like, no, move along boys. Like I was trying, <laughs> I was like i am tough i have ninja skills so they all walk past me and like this super tall guy turns around and it's nick young and i was like i'm not gonna let him know that i know who he is (laughs) so he walks over he's like hey are you lost and i was like no Wow. And he was like, are you sure and i was like yes and he's like well what's your name and i was like 
Rachel. And he was like, Rachel, well, you want to come with us? I was like, no thanks. Have a good day. Walk along. Your homies are leaving you. Like, bye. It was so weird. And then I was like, I have to tweet this. Like, this is the weirdest experience because you would think, like, Nick Young would not just... You know, trying yeah, no, to that's take you how, to some restaurant on the street. I'm telling you, that's how he picks up his women, right? Wild. He just walks down the street. He sees somebody. He goes, "You want to join my but posse?" Most girls, and women say yes. That's my point. Most girls would be like, "Oh my god, it's Nick Young," but I they was like, join? "No, sir." Yeah, but then you tagged him in a tweet, so he knows exactly. it was you. That was the point because I was like, "This is what you did, homie." <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to make it clear exactly. that she knows that I knew who he was, but yes. I still said no. Yeah, that didn't work out for didn't work out for Iggy Azalea. So don't get involved in that. Yeah, listen, yo. This this is why I said move on. I'm not gonna lie. I saw that Instagram because you posted on your Insta story, and, oh, yeah. went, and I was I was Iggy came in that day, really? and I was this close to bringing it up to her. No, like, no, I no, couldn't. no, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, that would have been so awkward. I don't want beef with Iggy. I like Iggy. Yeah, I don't think she's dope. Yeah, I don't think I didn't want to cause any beef, but yeah. also like I didn't, you know. Well, I wouldn't have because I said bye bye. That's right. <laughs> she would have been she's like, so yes, done girl. with him. He's a he's See? trash. Well, I don't know about all that. I'm not trying to cause beef with Nick Young either, but it was definitely okay. a funny, funny, funny experience for me. Okay, it was hilarious. <laughs> That's yeah. great. It was good time. Who was the date with? Uh, I'm not telling you. Anyone we would even know? Yeah. Wow. I don't want to tell you. You have you date in some nice circles. I mean, I don't know. Friends You're, with Greg Sulkin, you know? I love him. He's a sweet guy. Nice he's really funny. MTV, you know, young yeah, teen actor click. Yeah, he's we the got here. Well, my very closest friend is um Joey King. So Oh, oh she's I mean, a good I'm egg. Obsessed with her. She is the best egg. Yeah. That is such a good way to describe her. Yeah. There is no my mom is like in love with Joey. She's, she's really the cool. best person. I, she was in Ramona and Beezus. That was the first time we met her. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Baby girl. How'd you meet her? Um, I was at a Just Jared event, um, and I walked up to her, and I said, um, Hi, uh, <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I think that you're, like, the best actress of our time, <laughs> and you're awesome. And she was like, Well, I think you're the best singer. And I was like, oh, You know who I am? Like, it was a huge moment, and we became friends right there. I went in the photo booth, and then it was history. This was, like, two years ago. Wait, look at your Just Jared lifestyle, though. I saw you go to Yo, Coachella on a private jet. Right? We went to Coachella with Jared because I found out, like, after I got my ticket, I was like, Oh, my God, I forgot that Joey's going. Uh, I mean, I kind of forgot because I was like, Oh, by the way, you're doing this, too. And so I was like, What are you guys, how are you getting there? Like, where are you staying? Like, should we all do this together because it's weird to go to Coachella alone yes. and I didn't have anybody to go with and you know I'm already having trouble on the street so I might have some <laughs> trouble in Coachella so I was like I don't want to go alone um, and so we went and it was cool the private jet gave us a free ride for tweeting and I was wow. like oh, shout cool. out it was awesome you can't beat that with a stick it was the funnest that's great it was like jet x suites or something what but, a great life you have yeah, where you can just awesome. tweet and get a free it ride was on so, a jet I think it was more Joey tweeting <laughs> And Jared, but I did it too to feel like I to feel part of it. You, you, you yeah. contribute. I feel like I was doing something. Yeah, I'll try that later and see what happens. Yeah. Yes. I, I read a line that the first time you I sang, recommend. the first time you sang was when you were eighteen months old. Is that yes. true? Mm-hmm. What do you what, like? How do you form words know. then? I have no idea. I was a weird child. Like when, because um, I'm adopted. So when my 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 dad loves this story because it's like really cute but when when they first walked in to the foster home to meet me i was like bouncing at a baby bouncer and i looked up at my dad i was six months old and i said hi Huh. And he was like, okay, that's the one. My baby. <laughs> you know? So he loves that story. Um, it's cute. Yeah. And so my mom and dad, like, I think about it, I did grow up around a lot of music because um, my dad loved, like, 
you know, heavy rock music. Like, yeah. he loved, um, you know, Guns N' Roses, who I saw last year at Coachella, and that was awesome. Um, and so my mom was listening to Breathe by Faith Hill because I also listened to a lot of country when I was little because I was from Colorado. Um, and I would, like, scream it in the back of the car at 18 months old, like, just breathe, you know. <laughs> like, hit those notes as a baby, mm-hmm. do yes. my best. <laughs> I don't even think vocal cords are, like, formed no. then. But, like, I did I did okay. 18 <laughs> months. You know, you got to get it in, you know. You got to sing. I couldn't read till I was, like, 10. So the fact <laughs> that you were able to sing at no. 18 months is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I... I Music, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I try and say, like, I think sometimes people have a choice who are singers or artists. Like, you know, oh, they want to do music today or, oh, they are they think they'll, you know, sing today. And some, some of them are really great at it. Um, but for me and for other people that I know, like, probably like the Brunos and, yeah. and um, the Etta James, like, I don't think it's a choice. I think it's more embedded in your soul and, and you just have this endless drive to do that one thing and that's how I've always been. Is your endless drive to sing or is your endless drive to create musical art? To create musical art, for sure. So it's sure. a combination. Yeah, I love singing, but I want but I want to touch people with that. I think I could sing any song and people would like it, but but with my music, my 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 goal is to touch people, you know. My some of my favorite songs um there are some of everybody's favorite songs, obviously, not to sound like weirdly cliche, mm-hmm. but like I feel like I'd Rather Go Blind is my favorite song of all time to sing yeah. because there's so much feeling in that. Um, and just like I Have Nothing, Whitney Houston, like like those those are such powerful, even titles. And I think I my soul gets touched by that. And when I saw, I just today watched a video of Chance the Rapper and he did a medley of all of his music and it's just like a choir and gospel and like the minute I turned it on before anything even happened I got chills because that's what I crave to give people yeah. you know so that's amazing we'll see one day you do embody the lyrics though like I feel like you're incredibly empathetic like oh, when you're seeing you. those lyrics like you can tell well, yeah. like we were talking about with I, if I were a boy you know yeah. I feel very a lot which is also like not great because I cry all the time but it's like <laughs> I get that I'm a 19 year old girl but like hold off I don't need to cry this much yeah <sighs> it's a lot to be my age right now how, how, how often are Emotional. we crying like emotions just like sometimes if you see like something really cute or like that touches you like in a video or in person you just like tear up you I know you get it. Oh, See, yeah. it's a lot. I cried before you came in. I watched your your audition, and oh. when you go on your bur- your 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 kneeing a bathroom thing, <laughs> how many times have I told you that's like oh my, my one of my favorite moments? You know, ever. I have my own bathroom and my own house. <laughs> I live in the guest house of my like main house that's, now. That's all you wanted. It's very great. That sounds really like a big. It's not big. It's small. It's tiny and like. But it's your own. It's my own, and it's tiny like me. Come on. It's like my little place. Everybody. That has ever walked in has been like, wow, this is so you, <laughs> like, you know, because it's pretty funny. So, and you're dating celebrities, and you have new music. I mean, I don't know about dating celebrities. I'm Nick Young sitting on you. I mean, that's not dating. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like a little uncomfortable. To be honest, if that happened to me, like, I would be telling everybody. I, I have. Like, yeah, guess what happened? Yeah. I tweeted it. It's like, this is cool, but also like, please stop. I'm uncomfortable. You know, so gross. See, I want to say, is it? It is gross that like women would go and that he would go to those like that th- those lengths to get somebody into his zone i mean I maybe guess. he's just confident in his abilities but i'm yeah. sorry buddy like not my thing he's nick young man you know he's he's dope do he's we have an, his basketball thing going do we have an ep or an album coming hopefully 
I hope so. Hopefully. I mean, I you mean, got I 15 songs one. ready to go. I know. Let's just do this now. So there's no word on which one. No. Mm-mm. Not that I know of. So we'll cool. see. We'll see which we'll see which way I want to go. We'll see how many songs. I think it really honestly like depends on how many songs that I'm willing to put out at one time. Ooh. I mean, now the music, <laughs> <laughs> the industry's changing a little bit. People I know. consume music real quick. I so. know. And, and I was nervous because like for a few years there, nobody was buying albums. But like when when important when when important things are dropped, like like the Kendrick album is my life. And that's all I listen to right now. Um, but when 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 people drop things, I think people listen sometimes because I don't know. He has a lot of um, he has a lot of like politically driven songs on that album mm-hmm. and and just I feel like he just has a lot of great music and I feel like when people hear great music they want a lot of it so yeah. maybe maybe they'll feel that way about mine you're kind of politically driven a little bit too you're, I am you're vocal yeah I'm vocal I'm like <laughs> excuse me what are we doing world yeah. like <laughs> everything that's gone on in the last few days has really been awful and um, I just don't understand the level of hate of some people but it's you know, yeah it's life so all we can do is create and hopefully that'll do the rest and help and do as much as you can as a human being to Help and be kind to other people. It's really a shame. Yeah, it's really but that, it's you awful. Know. So. What is on your mind, Dan? Anything? No, I just love how you have the confidence to sing a song where you call yourself a dime. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think dime has two meanings. I think dime can be taken in a really positive way and a really negative way. And I wanted to kind of reclaim it because if you, like, Google it, you looked at me funny, Google it, it's kind of wild sometimes. I'm like, excuse me? A, a dime is a 10 out of 10. I know, but sometimes it's like, somebody who thinks that they're the best person and everybody else is terrible and I'm like that's not what I wanted I wanted and it's and it's definitely in my opinion can be gender neutral because you can be a dime of a human being like mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and yeah. to me dime means it's your favorite person it's the person that fights for you and and it's it's an incredible person it's somebody who's self-confident and empowered and I wanted people to hear that from me because I have definitely had my moments and on TV even like of 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 the lowest confidence possible and of feeling really down on myself and so you know finding myself these last few years I really wanted to put out kind of almost an anthem like for people to be like hey I'm a damn but I'm not yours I'm mine you know what I mean and I I think you do that thanks man and I also think that that definition of dime has kind of like reaffirmed what I believe when you go to somebody you go what is this person like what out of 10 mm-hmm when I'm judging somebody, I judge them based on everything, mm-hmm. not just appearance. Exactly. That's I the find point. myself getting into a debate constantly saying that if, you know, when you go to somebody, go, uh, like I hooked my friend up the other day, and he goes, You hooked me up with a seven out of 10. And I'm like, what? Dude, th- w- no. <laughs> I hooked you up with a nine out of 10 if you judge it based on every other criteria beyond appearances. Well, besides that, like, I feel like Dime is less about like 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? I think it's just so much about, like you said, like the overall person. It doesn't, yeah. Your appearance doesn't matter. In my opinion, everybody is beautiful. And I think everybody is unique. And if we were all supposed to look the same, we would have. Like, <laughs> like um, it's, it's, it's interesting to me, like, to hear, diff- you know, people's different way of how they think Dime is and what they think it means. And um, pretty much everything positive that people say is what I wanted you know, them to get out of it. Does interpretation of your art make you nervous? Yes. Yeah. That's why I was so nervous for it to come out because I was like, what if nobody liked me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's the age old, like, what if I'm a failure? But um, everybody <laughs> seems to be liking it. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. But yeah, but like Dime, Dime is something that is special to me just because like 
at first, I didn't want to put it out. Like, I was like, I don't think this is, like, right. I don't know if, if, if this is what I want. I don't know if this is my particular sound. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go through all of the checklists, and I was really nervous about it. Um, and I didn't like the first few versions of the song. I was like, we need to change it. We need to change this. And I'm pretty sure Ryan was, like, hating me in these moments. He's <laughs> like, Rachel, you need to chill. Um, but I kept, like, changing it and this is probably like the eighth version i think i told you that the other day but yeah. it's probably like the eighth version of the song so i i wanted it to be perfect and i feel like it's as best as it can be and um i hope people can identify with it when you say last question no. when you say your sound right mm-hmm. do you today even have a definition of what that sounds like it's hard for me because and this sounds i i feel like it sounds kind of like cliche or weird but it's hard for me because I love so many different types of music, and I feel like a lot of artists do. Yeah. Um, but I think the best way to kind of identify who I am is almost like a female Bruno. You know what I mean? Like, like somebody who's kind of funky and fresh and fun and bubbly and and loves to make music and and is sassy and and um, he like nicely calls people out in music, and I think that's nicely. the. F- I think so, and I think like you know, Michelle you gotta be a little got a sassy. nice shout out. Yeah, he got to be a little sassy, and I and I, I I hope that um that really comes through in my music, and I have some like I've been in this very like vibey kind of place lately, like this SZA, like Kehlani, like those kind of like low down vibey songs. So I, I want to like almost. <laughs> just like mash them super you know what i mean i want that to happen but i think those are like pretty good you know judges of 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 the music that i want to make but it's all very different it's all very me it's all very you know probably not a lot that you've heard before so cool yeah rachel crow everybody thanks guys thanks for hanging thanks for having me thank you this podcast is part of the zach sang show podcast network